before we get into this a week's before we get into this week's edition of Levac and Gaz, just want to give some love to our proud sponsors of this episode, and that's Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Your best way back to normal this summer is TEFirewater.com. That's their website. Shout out to Mike Corda and his entire team helping the Capital Region get back to normal. Whether it's flood damage, mold damage, water damage in your house, and more, the people to contact is Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. Go to their Facebook page now, TE Fire Water, Facebook.com slash TE Fire Water. And if you missed this, you can watch the visual version of the Slovakian Gods episode there. And that's where you get all your information the phone number, the contact info, and more. And you can see some visual pictures of what they've done for past jobs here in the Capital Region to help you. Again, it's Tech East Fire and Water Restoration, your best way back to normal. TE Firewater.com. And also our friends over at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Inventory is king this summer. So many places across upstate New York do not have the vehicles because of how the world has changed over the last 18 months, but Mohawk Honda does for you. Stop into Freeman's Bridge Road right there in Glenville and find out what we're talking about. My guy Levac and I, we've worked with the team over at Mohawk Honda, the whole Mohawk family. They've helped us love my pilot driving around the capital region. Do yourself that same type of favor. Be proud of the vehicle that's helping youth get throughout your entire life from point A to point B and more. Don't worry about breakdowns or anything else like that. Mohawk Honda has you covered. If you're looking to trade in your vehicle for the right price, put some money in your pocket and drive off the lot with a car that you absolutely love, Mohawk Honda can do that for you. Again, it's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Now, on to this week's episode of LeVac and Gaz. Uh? Ah! We are live from the hideaway of Saratoga Lake Golf Club. LeVac and Gaz back with you. It's, it's kind of like a weekly thing. It's, it, well, what did we decide? We're gonna we're gonna at least do one a week. Yes. But it, it we're gonna do them when and where we're asked to do them. We'll do our podcast when we feel like it. You hear us? <laughs> it's our world. You're living in it. Yeah. I love that like the second we turned the camera on and the mics on, somebody came in from the deck and a huge fly just flew right in my face. <laughs> like there's been nothing, and then that one guy just got in here like right then. Uh don't worry, we'll get the SWAT team on him. Literal SWAT. Um we are, yeah, we're here live. Uh, Yankee Sox tonight. Uh, Garrett Cole versus Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, hopefully, the Yankees aren't. Uh, it's not. It's not what it was uh, yesterday because that that game. Um, I I did everything I could do to get them to win. I did everything, guys. You anybody who follows us on the Facebooks, all that the the instas, they know they know that if I sit in the backyard with a beverage a cigar, and the radio, the Yankees win. So here we are, rain delays, this crap, that crap, whatever. And, and we, we're, getting, we're, getting, we're getting four wild pitches. We're getting, we're, we're, we're getting four, four wild pitches from Brooks Krisky. Chris Krisky. Brooks Kepka, the golfer, yeah. showed up on the mound. <laughs> Kepka would have thrown way better. Like way this. better. Way Brooks better. Seed. Yeah, right. Like, you know how like, you're, like, when, you, when you're lined up for a great shot, you're like, Kobe. Like, I think what we should start doing is when you pretend you're shooting at something, but then you're going to whip the ball at your friend's head. Chris key. <laughs> like, just that's, I think that needs to be a thing, but don't do it to me. Um, it, it was, it was frustrating. That was a game you should have won. And if you're going to cl- crawl back into the American league East, and if you're going to solidify yourself as a legitimate wild card team, you, those are the games you got to win. Those are the games you have to win. That setup you have at your place. You're shooting close to a hundred percent from the field. Yeah, that might have ended a winning streak for you where you were like 15, 20 plus into it and it was hitting. But Chrisky, you know, and, and a baseball game, especially too, right? Like 
there's a play, there's an error, there's something you can pinpoint in a game and say, okay, he didn't cost us the game because so many other variables happened in a baseball game. That cost him the game. Like, it was simple as that. When you, you're that erratic yeah. on the mound late in a game and you're putting your rival with an opportunity on the road, especially for the Yankees, too, all those things start that to you need to make up. a serious ground yes. on. Well, and, and it was, look, uh, the, the bullpen as a whole was, was I can't say as a whole, Green and Kresge as as a duo gift wrapped that game for the Red Sox. You know, they, they did. You you had the 3-1 lead. Look, Montgomery, Jordan Montgomery, hey, now, that's my guy. That's my guy. Like, he goes out there, and he gives you, uh, what, five and two-thirds. He goes through the rain delay. He still gets it done. Like, that's that's the kind of thing that you you would hope to get from your ace. And, and Montgomery is, you know, your third, fourth guy. I, he, he's got the stuff where he could potentially be your fifth guy. He's got, like, five freaking pitches. But for him to go out and give you that 3-1 lead to the bullpen and, and – if he had thrown two, two and two thirds or something with the way the hole went down, he did a good job. Five, ridiculous, ridiculous. I was so mad. I was so mad. There were so many times for Jordan Montgomery where he kind of was like, "Oh, and it's that guy." Oh, you got Sabathia, <laughs> you got Tanaka, you got Cole. I'm talking in the past seasons, right? Like, right. You had. Oh, and then it was, and it was a way till he gets it right. Right. Oh. There was this hype around Jordan Montgomery that he was going to be the big time prospect. He had a great spring training that kind of. Almost that training camp style in the NFL, that guy who made the roster and said he's the next big thing, a la Brock Lesnar, early reference for pro wrestling. <laughs> that but was like, just on WWE Network. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that? it was. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. But Montgomery's supposed to be that guy, and he's never lived up to the hype that he had. And now slowly but surely, it's like, okay, like this is the moment we need you. And especially in a rivalry game, it's he's there. Yeah. But it wasn't him when you pinpoint at the end of the game and say, oh, it's on him. That wasn't the case. No, it, it was – It was. Uh, it sucked it is what it did. And then again – um, the majority of my my bile, hatred, and everything else is going to go towards Krisky. And uh, he's going to have to live with that. And, and, well, did they cut him yet? I think they probably cut him by now, right? I mean, I think he's cut. Well, that statement alone, like you and I especially, like have studied these Yankees teams in the AL East across the board. When you go deep into the farm system in AAA and AA, the Yankees in comparison, again, to the last 5 to 10, even 15 seasons, one of the strengths you can say the New York Yankees have done is built – players through the farm system had homegrown talent but when you get into uh july and august all right we have a rule do we want to pull this off you can off if you want. there you go let's see what happens hey bells how you doing can you hear me oh hold on a second i gotta, I gotta have you come through this there you go hey how you doing this is levac's daughter by the way ella can you hear me yeah all right you're on the podcast just so you know don't swear oh, okay <laughs> don't, don't swear are you just calling me okay. back yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll call you later. There's a. <laughs> what was that laugh? That's worse than mine. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you working? Yeah. All right. She works at Duncan. So if you're meeting anybody at Duncan today, I'll slap the hell. Pull into Duncan and say you love the Levac and Gas show, and she All will right. give you ten percent off your coffee. That's incorrect. I'll give you burnt decaf. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. All right. All right. You're you're uh, you're a Ravens fan, and and I don't love you for that. So I, you go go make coffee. Go make the donuts. We don't make the donuts. Wow. <laughs> what, do you do? what do you do? Burnt decaf and no donuts. If you see my daughter in the drive-through window, pull through. Yeah, go to another Duncan. Throw a donut at her. <laughs> Don't throw a donut at her. All right, Bells, we love you. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. All right, love you too. Bye. Bye. I love you as well. All right, I was I told her to call me, but I, apparently she was going to wait. She wanted to do her first appearance on the Levac and Gaz podcast, which you can see at the uh, Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page. You can see it on Godzilla's uh, 
YouTube page, and you can see it live at the hideaway right now. If you have LeVac's number, you just watch it happen. <laughs> yeah. That is a rule for the podcast. <laughs> LeVac's phone is hooked up to our system. So if yep. you know LeVac and you want to call into the show, just call in and we will put you on. Now, we had some issues on show two with Malachi Jones, maybe for the better. Uh, yeah. Malachi's audio did not go through, but it is fixed. It is good. And if Malachi wants to call back, he can. But if you have LeVac's number, seriously, we will put you through. Uh, so real, real quick running through, um, president of the fan club found us Monty Jennings. Hey, shout out to Monty. Uh, hashtag Levac gods greater than, well, radio shows. We'll just say, uh, <laughs> John Snow. Yes, we can see you. Hi. Um, Brian Katie, who is also part of Godzilla media. Is it weird? I kind of want the Yankees to punt on this season and just focus on getting healthy and rebuilding for 2022. Yeah. You know why it's weird? There's still plenty of time. And the other reason it's weird is this was supposed to be the year. Like you, like if you had punted two years ago, if you'd punted during the COVID season, I could wrap my brain around it. I could allow it. I could be okay as a fan. Punting this year, like it, let's say this: as we get closer to the trade deadline, you know, you've got guys. You know, you, you got Higashioka's out. He's out with COVID. You got injuries here. You got this there. Severino's about to throw. You know, a, a potential game where you see how how long until he comes back. I, I can't punt yet. I can't punt yet. But if you're if you're dire straits, more injuries, more problems as we get closer to the trade deadline, and you can you can set yourself up with a Glaber Torres, you can set yourself up with some of these guys that we've been able to to fill into the farm system. Let's rock and roll. I'm bummed that my guy Timmy LaCastro from Auburn High School got injured, blew out his ACL yeah. on the wall. Bummed out about that because he was going to be one of these guys that, especially in these close games and a rivalry game like the Red Sox, that if you win by one run. Oh, LeCastro got to second or third, and that advancement on the base pass is the difference in a one-run game with speed like that, but he's out. Does the rumor I've heard out there, and I don't know if you've heard the same name too, Starling Marte is being floated around as a potential Yankee. I don't know if that gets Yankee fans excited. Like, ooh, Starling Marte. He's, you know, Starling Marte, Cliff Lee, uh, who are the rest of them? You know, there's always those guys that every single year, uh, Jake Arrieta was always one, like every single year. The Yankees are going to trade for Starling Marte. That's been going on for, I, I think, 35 years. I actually thought he was on the roster at one point. I'm like, you mean Starling Castro? I'm like, oh, no, Starling Marte. He's not on the team. And you mentioned Cliff Lee already. Yeah, every yeah. Time there's a different guy. Every, every single year. This is the year they trade for so-and-so. Starling Marte is every every trade deadline. Every time we pick up the phone at the last job and Buster only's there, I think there's a good chance they're going to bring in Starling Marte. And it's like, and it never happened. Sure, go get him now. Why not? Bring him in now. Well, I don't care. I don't, whoever Whoever's going to help you win, like, you look at some of the things that have happened. Like we, you know, the old mantra: everybody picks on me for it. And Cashman, I trust, right? And even in this year, I start going. I don't know. He looks like he's lost the magic. Look at look at Allen, man. Wait look a at, wait a second. You said that? I missed that quote. You've started to question Brian Cashman. Just a guy? little. Oh, just a man. little. I said it before. I was like, these guys aren't hitting the way. Like, and you can't you can't even hold it against him. He would he'd go find. Look, I know DJ Lemayhu. Heck of a ball player, but he was showing decline. Nobody was looking for him. Like maybe, look, the Mets wanted him, but they took Jed Lowry, whatever. The, there was there was guys who would have taken him. The Yankees made him a priority, brought him in. You know, two times he leads you as the batter. He's the batting champ. All those things this year, he's regressed a little bit back towards the mean, but he's still he's still good. He's still very very good. But like every single guy, you know, Cameron Mabin, this one, that one, every single guy that that Cash brought in during that thirty nine IL year. 39 players, I'm sorry, was it 31 players on the aisle 39 times? Every single one it, it was jackpot. Hey, 
Every yeah. single one's a winning bet. Yep. It's like you go up to the gas station, you buy 35 scratch-off tickets, and you win money on each one. That's what he was doing. So it makes sense they're gonna you're not gonna do that all the time. But like I said, Greg Allen's out there bringing some speed to the offense. He's hitting over 300. He's got an OPS uh just just south of, of one, you know, a point nine something. Like this is he's still doing okay, but they got to get these guys. Imagine, imagine if Severino comes through that door, Higgishoka comes through that, everybody starts coming back and you go on a tear. And and let's not forget, you want a four-game win streak before you lost last night in a crappy way. So you take two of the you can still you can still take you know, this series, you could tie this, you could do whatever you got to do, and you're still on a good tear. You're still doing well. The toughest part for the Yankees going forward for the rest of this season is that I don't disagree with anything you said. The tough part is the opponents in the AL East because in comparison to the past few years, the AL East has got a lot better as the division. Yeah. The Orioles still stink, and that hurts me. But the Blue Jays were rebuilding. They got the talent. They're good. Still need some pitching, but they're a lot better, and they could smash dingers. You got the Red Sox. Who, Did you guys sign Big Al finally? <laughs> no, Big Al's maybe. Uh, the Red Sox. Would where would Big Al be in your lineup right now? He'd be he'd be high up, right? Oh, he'd be batting second, <laughs> probably fatter than usual. <laughs> the Red Sox, credit to their management, they brought in some talent that's worked in the Tampa Bay Rays, which you know I despise the Rays and what they've done to baseball. They win. They continue to win. They actually got aggressive here over the last few days too. And they and not only do they win, but they're making the the appropriate. They bring in Nelson Cruz. I mean, he is he is eighty seven years old, but he can still hit. And now mm-hmm. they got a power hitter. And all, it, it's it's in insane. Um, man, I I gotta I gotta tell you, it's it's just it's sad to see the way the Yankees can can kind of start to show a little bit of a streak of win and then regress back to the mean. Like if they. If you don't win today with Cole on the mound, if you don't win today with Cole on the mound, I think they could spiral. And that's where, like, you know, what, what Brian Katie asked, I that's where I think you could kind of look at it and go, all right, at least start feeling offers. But who are the guys? Like if you're if you're if you're a Yankee fan, they're not calling you, you know, looking for the randoms. They're gonna call you looking for Judge. They're gonna call you looking for Glaber. They're gonna call you looking for Sanchez. They're gonna call you looking for the guys that you own a jersey of. And that's who they're going to want, you know. So, I I don't I don't think you punt necessarily. But again, I, if if they if they're spiraling the drain, and you can bring in like top top tier talent and get rid of you know, I don't even know who I would shed. To be honest with you, like I don't even know the, the exact guy that I'd I'd be like blow that guy out because they just it's still it's still the kind of a team that you you know. One time for old times sake, Clint Frazier, huh? Let's do it for the fifth year in a row, Clint Frazier. That I mean, in, in in all sincerity, he's he's probably the guy that 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 you could do, but he's been banged up. And yeah. what do you, what do you get for him? Um, Esteban Florial is probably a guy, but you you you're Ooh. finally seeing him out there. Like nobody's calling you for Brett Gardner. No, nobody's calling up going, hey, I'd like I'd like what's left of Brett Gardner on the team. Nobody, uh, Ryan Lamar, I don't think he's going to get a lot of love. You know, like these are the guys that that you would probably, if you're a fan, you know. Pull a Corey from. I'm sorry. I heard my. I heard my on the radio today. Corey from New York, not Corey from Greenwich. He calls us Corey from New York when he calls earlier in the day. On the national show. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was. Yeah. He was on that like caller roulette thing they do in the morning. Oh my. But like like people are looking for you know Odor's put himself back together. Looking for him. They're looking for Glaber. Tyler Wade probably has a lot of value on a lot of teams. A lot of teams. Tyler Wade's an an everyday player. But you're not going to get Tom back. The injuries, the COVID, everything's going crazy with the Yankees right now. Get win this series. Or at least tie this series, and then get rolling again. By the way, if you want to watch Yankees Red Sox, available on the TVs right here at the Hideaway Surgery yes. Golf Club. 
come by. Our show's going to wrap somewhere around the I next. I thought you were about to screw up and say where we used to work. No, no. Hour to hour and a half. So there's TVs. You can watch the game with us. I'm going to be hanging out for a little bit. I'll convince you to hang out as well. I'm not doing well with diapers. So the longer I stay here and I'm out of my cage, as I call it, away from my wife, it'll be more fun. Rob from Lakeland just hit us up on the, on the comments. Michigan yeah, Michigan fan. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he thinks this is the year that the uh, the Michigan Wolverines beat the um, – I think you spelled Buckeyes wrong. I, I, don't, I don't know why. I feel like you might have spelled Buckeyes wrong on that one. Uh. <laughs> don't worry, Rob. College football is just around the corner. You and, you and Rob will be talking to back about your Wolverines very soon. Get a quarterback. That's all you guys need. Jon Snow, I don't usually make an effort uh, to try and connect like this, but I really miss the Sterling commentary that you provided. I thought you meant the John Sterling commentary, Susan. Um, you know – and he misses us. So here we are. We're, we're, there's no reason to miss us anymore. We're here. We're going to be here at least once a week, maybe more, depending upon uh, somebody's schedule. Also, also um, my wife wrote into the show. Thank you no. for listening, Jordan. She said, stop waving to the camera. You look like a goof. I'll wave one more time. It's my finger. Is that why the finger won't? I'm sorry. That's how my finger is. I'll keep waving everyone. I just want to, I just want to say that that woman chose you <laughs> and had a child with you. So how goofy can he be? That's right. I'm Take saying, that. yeah, goofy lover. <laughs> Goofy lover. That's all that is. Um, we talk about the Yankees having uh, COVID issues as we're live here from the Hideaway Saratoga Golf Club. You can see us on the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, Godzilla Media's YouTube, or you could just, you know, grow a set, get in the car, come hang out, have a couple beverages, eat some great food at the Hideaway. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Maybe some bourbon, maybe some Yankee Distillery Prairie. That give me a free one, Girk. Is that no? All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen. Totally worth paying for. I just won't because I know he'll give it to me. Um, so you, you want to talk about the NFL as I well? I think we have to. I didn't I think- want to. I wanted to dodge like a scared girl away from this story, but <laughs> you are right. It is in the news, and it is the yeah. most talked about story today in sports nationally. Well, so the the NFL sent a memo out, double down. I mean, and let and let's be real. This is the the situation is we're all freaking out, or I shouldn't say everyone's freaking out, but a lot of people are freaking out. Are you out of here? All right, it's fine. Legend, Tom Whatever. Durka. Okay, please leave. Watch where you're going. Please have the uh, please have the squad car waiting out front for him for his ride home. That'd be certain scent that just left. Yeah, I don't know what that was. College dorm, like a skunk, like a really, really, really aggressive uh, Hmm. skunk. Just just went uh, went uh, went by. Um, Here's the thing: like everybody's freaking out because the NFL sends the memo out, and and the, the bottom line is this: if you do not get vaccinated as a player, as a coach, as a member of, of the traveling parties and all that, and your team has to miss a game, they're not going to reschedule this year. They're going to they're gonna go forward. You lose that game, you lose that money, and the team you're playing loses that, that game and loses that money too. You don't get paid. Now, if you're vaccinated and that happens, I guess they're going to work with you a little bit. It's fine. This is not too far from the policy that was already in place. They're just reiterating it, maybe doubling down a little bit. I guess, I guess I don't have a problem with it. I don't like I know a lot of people are freaked out about it. Like you can't keep somebody from making a living. And you know, DeAndre Hopkins is out there saying, you know, he's he's not gonna play like this and all that stuff. NFL's a business. And the best way to to keep that business working, keep everything going, is to be on the field. And if if this is what your employer says you have to do to stay on the field or you can work somewhere else, 
I guess I'm okay with it. That's it. It's as simple as that. This is not a and please don't litter our comments with no, go ahead. I don't anti-vax care. versus vax people. I do, do not I don't want care. the rest. Okay, Levac wants it to happen. I love it. Okay. I, I love to know who to stay away from. <laughs> That's not what this should be about. Exactly what you said. Your employer has said, Hey, as you as a Arizona Cardinal player, you as a Minnesota Viking coach. Now, just to clarify for some of this, there's a tier one for the coaches, right? And the players still at this point. Have the option, but as you just said, if there's an outbreak, forfeit. You lose the game. It's on you. Right. That is what your employer is telling you to help not just your employer again, but your teammates, your city, and everyone around you. We talk about players in professional sports willing to sacrifice, play through injury, wake up at wild times in the morning, not see their families on holidays. So athletes are willing to do all these things. Like, I'm ready to sacrifice for whatever it means. What about getting vaccinated? Whoa, hang on. Let's not get crazy. That's kind of what it says for some athletes. Again, it's your policy. It's your right. It's whatever you want to do to get vaccinated or not vaccinated. But as you just laid out very well there, if your employer, if your team, if your city is saying this is going to hurt us if you don't do it, we are recommending you do this and you have to do it. I'm sorry. Like that. that's just the policy they put in front of you. Yeah, it's and, and maybe it's because I grew up in New York, which is an at-will employment state. So it's like you can... You can lose your job for any reason in New York, basically. Like, obviously not race, sexual orientation, age, stuff like that. But, but like, if I, if I go into to my boss tomorrow and I say, uh, I refuse to get vaccinated, they go, well, it's our policy. And I go, yeah, well, I'm not going to do it. Okay, here's your choice. Be employed here, find other, and get vaccinated or find other employment. I, I know there's going to be lawsuits over it. And who knows, people might actually win what uh, Dennison, the assistant coach, in um in minnesota who refused to be vaccinated he's been let go i I know he's gonna have a lawsuit he might win some money but he's not gonna be coaching the vikings this is not gonna happen and and he might not win money there's such a push to get the vaccine out there and i'm vaccinated so that's another reason i probably just i you know i've I've said this on the show for years i've never been a guy who's like anti-vax but i remember a guy who went and looked for vaccine like a flu vaccine and that stuff i was just if I happen to be at the doctor and they go, you want it? Sure, why? Whatever, I don't care. So I don't really have like a strong stance, vax or anti-vax. I just know that I want football, and I know that if this is the way they think they can get through a, a 17-game season with a Super Bowl and everything else, I'm all right with it. I'm okay with it. Should it at least be private, whether or not you're vaccinated or unvaccinated? Because we're in a league that discloses injuries, and right. whether it's disclosed because of competitive advantages or it's disclosed because of gambling. That could be a debate for whoever wants to debate it. Probably a little mix of both. But the problem I feel like that's coming down now in the NFL is it's flat out in front of you. Like regular, we'll say American citizens who are not employed by professional sports teams don't have to tell you whether or not they're vaccinated or vaccinated, depending on where they work. But now we're getting people to basically get outed. Like, hey, he's unvaccinated. He's unvaccinated. Right. Unless you're very vocal about it, like Cole Beasley is, which I think Cole Beasley's just got to <laughs> chill. Like, dude, we get it. Like, just... Get off Twitter. We don't need that. Like, just go. You're good, man. That's the problem I'm seeing with this. And also, that goes to the second fold, too, of media members. Here's what's happening. And I don't even like because of how polarizing it is, but five years ago, Colin Kaepernick became the ultimate go-to when it came to digital traffic, where if anyone ever said his name, comments would flood because of how polarizing he was. Right. What's happening now for reporters is they know if they ask a player, hey, are you vaccinated or unvaccinated? What do you think? They know they're going to get a response or reaction on Twitter, Facebook, and their articles. I don't like the idea of even reporters asking players whether or not they're vaccinated or unvaccinated. And that goes for coaches, too, because 
they're going for the low hanging fruit of, oh, I know how many clicks on my article. Right, right. Get people worked up in the comments section about the vaccination. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it definitely becomes a tool of that of that that ilk as well. And, and no, I don't think we necessarily deserve to know who's vaccinated or not. The the threshold's been set. Uh, if if a team meets the threshold, then they're supposed to be safe. They're supposed to be fine. Um, typically, HIPAA laws would state you can't you can't have those things out there, medical records, those things. But as you mentioned, we get their medical records every single week. So-and-so, hamstring pull, so-and-so, right leg th- soreness, so-and-so, uh, concussion protocol. The the NFL is different. And one of the reasons, like, look, forget political, forget getting to the Super Bowl, all those other things. How many gambling partners does the NFL have right now? And the answer is a lot. Mm-hmm. And, ha- and then the next answer is more by the time the season starts. They want to not have a situation where, you know, the Tennessee Titans are being pulled off the board. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the, the Las Vegas Raiders are being pulled off the board because of a COVID outbreak. They also would love to have a scenario where every time you see their name, you're not thinking of, oh, didn't didn't Cole Beasley miss a game with COVID? Oh, didn't so-and-so miss it? They want to get ahead of it. They want to get their season going. And they want to make sure that when you're gambling and they get their kickback from whatever gambling company you're working with, they're getting that money. And, I mean... If I'm already aware of your hamstring pulls, your concussions, how far am I from the NFL just going, all right, here's the 53-man roster, vax, not vax, 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 not vax, not vax. Like, I mean, how far from it are we really? I hope we're far away, but the gambling part is really trickier because releasing that much information, I don't know if you want to put your players on the defensive like that, or maybe that's their last-ditch move, like, okay, Guys, we've done everything we can to get you vaccinated. Here you go. Now you're going to be on the unvaccinated list. Get ready for your social media to light up. Get ready for people, the talking heads in the pregame shows to say, here is the dirty list of the unvaccinated. <laughs> like, that's what that will be. And I don't know if that's a good enough pressure yeah. to make that happen. Well, Public shaming has always helped people, I guess. Well, and remember, remember, it's going to, it's, that narrative is going, to be, is going to be split to here are these dirty people who want to kill your grandma by not being vaccinated. And the other ones, here are the freedom warriors who have chosen, you know, like it's, it's realistically, however you see it at that point, but it's, I would love to get to a point where we just talk about football. I would love to get there and hopefully we'll get there, you know, sooner than later. But uh, right now the, you're hundred percent correct. The conversation going into training camp, going into hard knocks featuring the Dallas Cowboys for this 50th time, is going to be who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated. I don't love it, but it's, yes, football is just around the corner. Also, before we get to another big football topic, uh, I see my dad has figured out how to work the technology. (laughs) My dad wrote into the show. He wants to know, am I hashtagging? (laughs) No. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. It's all right. um, By the way, I'm glad he's, I'm glad that, that, uh, that, that number two is, uh, is on here, CrossFit Kringle, because I've noticed, I've been shown pictures of you having, you and the missus, Full conversations with Tom Gurkha, this one, and the other one. I walk in the room. Your mother hits the ripcord. She's gone. Like, she don't want to talk to me. Your dad only talks to me if we're on a bus trip and he's trapped with me. What happened to our love? What ha- I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like what's going on around Maybe here. Maybe he'll come to a live show soon. He'll do just burpees for everybody. They'll throw money at him like <laughs> the performers on the streets. My dad will do burpees for cash. I, w- I don't want to see your dad work out. <laughs> I, I don't want to see your dad your dad already has the ability to put me under the table with beers. I don't need him to do it with burpees. I don't need that for at all. CrossFit Kringle can 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 straight hold his own. Um, Rob from Lakeland, Coach Tom, this is Bush League. 
<laughs> He's talking about the story of when my dad got thrown out of a 10-year-old Little League game by a one-armed umpire. Really? That's, I mean, it's kind of impressive, to be perfectly honest with you. It really, Out loud without really, giving context. I'm just going to let that let know, imagination just, run just wild. Just let that one weekend. just let that one breathe. I mean, that's that's pretty that's pretty impressive. That's a great story to have. Uh, we mentioned the NFL. Is Aaron Rodgers coming to camp? Is Aaron Rodgers coming? To we got to find out by next um, Wednesday. We're going to find out whether or not Aaron Rodgers is showing up to training camp for the Green Bay. Packers. I got I to tell you, I I thought for sure the problem there. By the way, we're live. From the hideaway, uh, we're going to be here as, as long as it takes. Uh, we're definitely up to hanging out with you and, and maybe a little Yankee uh, Sox baseball uh, here at the hideaway, Saratoga Golf Club, um, live on the Techie Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, as well as Godzilla Media's YouTube, which uh, you probably already know that because you're, you're listening and, or watching on it. Um, I thought when he got offered cash, this would all go away. I thought this was one of those things where there wasn't a lot of guaranteed money left on this contract. The smart move would be make enough of a stink, be enough of a problem that they at least guarantee what's left of your deal. All reports are not only that guarantee was left of your deal, he would have been the highest paid player for the remainder of this contract with an extension. And he still said no. Ever. In the history of the NFL. Yeah. The yeah. highest paid player in the history of the NFL. And he said no. So either I'm still right and it just wasn't enough more or he just is done. Ah, the Tim Jones beer drop. I just said, I just texted Tim at the hideaway because he's known as one of the best beer aficionados out there. Whoa, and I said, when is the drop? Thank you, Tim. Please. Yeah. Unless you, you wanted that. Okay. Do you want do you want to be on camera or no? Just so people can say, where's the beer aficionado? Right. Thank you. Tim. So this is what he just brought cheers, to us. You. If you're ever at the hideaway, he thought I was gonna cheers you. Here, I'll cheers no, you. No, it's too uh, late now. It's a pity no, cheers. No, it's, it is, it hundred percent is. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not afraid. Uh, <laughs> but Tim is no, like, if you ever come in. If, you want to put that on and tell us? I don't no, know if it's too late. All right. <laughs> this is really cool. If you're ever, if you're ever, like, if you're one of those people who loves new different beers and you're always, like, looking for something to try, tell Tim what you like. And he's got, he's got something. He's always got he's something. He's got a gift in his brain where he can just do the math and then get you the beer and spit it right out. He's the beer guy, beer guys ask questions about beer for real he gets stuff from like other states and whatnot um back to the rogers you're talking about the money where it's like it's it's done about the money because that contract would have taken him into his 40s he would have gotten everything he wanted he is at the point where he is never going to play for the green bay packers again because this has been documented throughout his you don't think he shows up one more run i feel like at this point he's going to retire he's going to basically pull a carson palmer and you know this better than anybody as a raider fan I think he's going to pull the Carson Palmer where he's going to say, I'm retired. I'm never putting on a Packard uniform again. If you want me to sit for a season and you have my rights, kind of like Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders did for the Lions, cool. I'll sit for this year. Contract-wise, it does make more sense for you guys to trade me in 2022 because you can figure out what you want to do with Jordan Love because you actually got to get on the field and you play with his contract. I got some stuff at the end, dead money and all that stuff we don't have to bore you with, but it makes more sense to trade him next year. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, you know, throughout the entire season, every practice, every game, every throw is going to be analyzed. And especially when a guy like Matt LaFleur, who record-wise has been one of the best coaches ever to start an NFL career. Any decision Matt LaFleur makes, and by the way, a Packer fan just walked in with a mask. Any decision Matt LaFleur makes. <laughs> That's not because be, of COVID. He's just sick of the way his team smells without Rodgers. <laughs> it's going to be questions. Rodgers does not want to hear that nonsense. Even his boy, Pat McAfee, who hops on his station once a week on Sirius, 
McAfee's going to have to ask him about it. I don't think Rodgers well, wants to deal with that anymore. He texted McAfee somebody. You know, he kind of enjoys playing golf and not not worrying about all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, and then, look, the, the fiance's got a little cash. Shailene Woodley, right. She's got a little money out there. She's tweeting nasty things about the Packers. Her mom is as well. She, she's full of it, by the way. She said she's never seen a football game in her life until Rodgers and her were dating. Liar, liar. I know people who have never watched a football game. I Ever? do. Oh, yeah. Are yeah. they aliens? No, they just don't make a lot of sense to me. Oh That's they're God. you know they're nerds. I think is what we call them in the uh, in the industry, <laughs> nerds. Uh, no, I I I gotta tell you, man. I think there is a. Uh, I think he still shows up. I really do. Ooh. I think he shows. I just think there's some. There's got to be a way he goes out there and plays at least one more. He's. It's one thing to walk away after a Super Bowl. I mean, sure, you're the MVP and everything else, but like now, Devontae Adams isn't gonna go. Like, all these things are going on. Like, Devontae Adams literally said, figure it out with Roger before you talk to me. Like, I just, I somehow, I believe he shows up. At least, even if he's miserable, I think he shows up. And I I feel like if I'm another team, I'm willing to take a swing. Like, what do you, what do you want? And then if I can't guarantee he's going to be on the field, maybe I go with a, th- I, might, I might give you a third round pick, a high third and a five just to talk to him. Just to just to see, like, hey, there's no guarantee he plays. I'll give you a three and a five. Like, if he's gonna play. I'll give you. I'll give you three ones. I'll give you four one. Whatever. He is just better than almost every other quarterback out there. I love Tom Brady. I saw the impact Brady had on my Buccaneers. Yep. They didn't do a Super Bowl. John Shannon, our girl, also a Buccaneer fan. Yep. Uh, At the Rodgers Roger. is better. Rodgers is better at this yeah. point in his career. Yeah. So all those things would be worth it. By the way, if you're a Packer fan and you're listening on a replay on Apple or Spotify, at the Jeff Levac on Twitter, L-E-V-A-C-K, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. Are you pissed off if you're a Packer fan? 100%. Because I think if you're a Packer fan. You should be penciling in a playoff run right now. And, and your defense is not that good. Your team without Rodgers and Adams is not that good. But Adams and Rodgers on that field, you should be in the playoffs. Well, it's a combination of two things, right? Because Rodgers, for some Packer fans, may be hitting Favre territory. Because if you're a Packer fan, you're like, what more do you want for us to do? Because I get it. We treated you terribly early in your career, Terrible according to Aaron. Right, exactly. Right. In your mind. Here's all the means. money. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Favre kind of held the franchise hostage because he was playing that game of whether or not I'm going to retire or unretire. Yeah. That's happening right now for Green Bay. Right, because he can just say I back. retire. If he's not exactly. coming back, retire. Yep. You know, or, or there's something. I don't know what it is. That, to your point, there's something they can do to get him on that field, whether it's for them or someone else. It's clearly not a boatload of money. Is it a, is it a jumbo jet load of money? Like what? It's, it's something. Is, is there a friend he wants signed? Like, does he want Shailene Woodley to play, you know, free safety? Like, what? There's something he wants, or else he would just retire. He would just take the Jeopardy job and be done with it, which I didn't think he was that good on, by the way. I'm just putting that out there. I thought he was, <laughs> I thought he was stale as all hell. Um, but that's, you know, look, that's neither here nor there, I suppose. But I think there are a lot of Packer fans who still kind of look at it and go, doesn't matter what he wants. Get him out there. It's your fault because you haven't got him out there. So I, I think it's a, I think it's a mixed bag. I know there's the the guy you're talking about is out there too. Like, I I play for free for the Packers. That's why I got the plaque on the wall that says I'm an owner. And you won. You had 25 million coming. Now you got 60 million. Whatever the hell. How dare you? And they eat a big chunk of cheese right in front of everybody. My buddy Dixon. Shout out to him and his newborn son Henry and Aggie and all the back. What up, Henry? A, he's an owner of the Packers, but he's like one 165th of the you know yeah, thousandth. Yeah, yeah. I want some of the Packer fans like you just said to just storm Lambeau. 
We own one 165,000 of the franchise. You better get out there, A.A. <laughs> Ron, or else. What, what would you rather? All right. So that's like a symbolic owning, right? Obviously. Yeah. What would you rather symbolically own? That much of your team or like a like there's a, you know, I'm Scottish. You can buy like that much land in Scotland and it makes you a lord because you own land in Scotland. <laughs> I think I, I want to be a lord, right? Lord Levac, you, you know how unbearable I'd be? Remember when we got the championship rings for the Empire? I was ridiculous. Can you imagine if I was Lord Levac? I'd wear it around my neck like a like a like I was a rapper, and it was my my chain. I, I would go with the second one only under one stipulation. Lord Goslowski the third. Can I plant the Godzilla Media flag on that part of land and just wave it around? On that I'm not of- positive the amount of land you would own would be wide enough for a flagpole. <laughs> I'm not, but yes, I guess okay. it's your land. Deal. You get like, you know, what you do. You get to, you get to Chad, Tim, Chris, and, and and Trout over here at the hideaway to make little uh, Godzilla drink flags, and then that would fit like on a toothpick. Okay, right there. Like Tim looked up. He liked no the problem. idea. You can pay for it. No problem. Man. Go right ahead. Well, that volunteered you for. Yeah, it. I, I'm like, I think, I think I was a pretty expensive free agent signing for Godzilla Media. So you know, I was gonna say your talent fees. Congratulations, you've actually earned your talent fees here for Godzilla Media. So I get to pay I get, you. Oh, you actually are gonna pay me? Yeah, now? I'm gonna pay you. Uh, my wallet's out in the car. So. I've been hearing that for how many, how many, how many years have we been friends now? Was it like six, seven? I've been hearing that for seven years. Oh, I know my wallet's around here. I'll Venmo you. No one else is like, I don't care. Go away. What's your name on Venmo? Again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's my name? Uh, Jeff Dash Levac. Yeah. the Wi Fi. <laughs> I don't know. I'm with your wife. You look like a dork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one other big story involving the state of Wisconsin, Levac, before we get to the list here. And yeah. we talk about our friends over at Mohawk and you know, some other friends here on Godzilla Media and Techies. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, they are NBA champions. Let's talk legacy. No, um, <laughs> Who's the GOAT? I, I, love, I love that they won, but here's, you, ready, you ready to really piss Uh-oh. off a lot of people? Uh-oh. I would put a bigger COVID asterisk on this season than last season. I would put a bigger COVID asterisk on this season than when they were in the bubble. What? Tell me about this. All the good players played so deep into the season last year, they were burned out and hurt for this year. Nobody was right. Nobody was ready. Half the people were scared to death. I think that I think this is as if you want to put an asterisk on the bubble, you got to put a bigger asterisk on this year. I think there's no you tell me that that Brooklyn, the Lakers, all those teams, any of them are healthy all the way through that the Bucks can win this thing. Okay, do I think the Lakers would have beaten the Suns with a healthy Anthony Davis? LeBron had never lost in the first round of the playoffs in his entire career. He was all banged up. I even picked the Lakers to beat the Suns without Anthony Davis because of the respect for LeBron. So I think it's a fair argument. For the east side of it, though, like who would have taken out Milwaukee? Ben Simmons stunk. You mentioned Brooklyn. I wanted Brooklyn to get pounded because I can't stand Harden, Kyrie, and Durant individually. And the fact they were all on one team was even more ridiculous. So I was fine with them losing. I would have rooted against them. But you're right. Brooklyn would have been the biggest test to them, and they took them deep in that series. I still feel like Milwaukee could have come out of the East. Now, we would have seen Greek Freak versus Anthony Davis and LeBron versus Middleton. Advantage LeBron. If I had to pick one team to take them out, it still would have been the Lakers, but it didn't happen. Like We could go through that scenario of what you're talking about, of injuries and blown calls and Baskets going in, no fouls for any sport. I'm going to give Milwaukee credit. And I thought you loved Mallory Eden. I thought that was your girl. Oh, I, or I, Molly Eden. I love her. I love Under the Kumpo. I love them. I love them all. But I still think, I still think that you got to look at this season a little bit, you know, a little side eye. I don't know. I mean, look, you, you, want me to, you want me to slap myself in the evidence? This was a weird year. Did you see how good the Knicks were? 
Did you see how good the Knicks were? All right. Who saw that coming, right? Julius Randle, there's, there was weeks where he was the best player in the NBA. Now, those weeks everyone was hurt or hardened with fat. But it, 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 was, it was just a weird, weird season. I don't want to take anything away from Milwaukee, but I just did. That 50, they got dogs. That 50-burger the Greek freak dropped, yeah, though, that is a legendary – when they roll back the footage of, you know, there's not an isolated moment like the Ray Allen shot right. or the, you know, the sky hook and all these great moments of the NBA finals that's probably going to be played back. But that game individually is going to be talked about for 20, 25 years. When we talk about those lists of an all-time starting five or a 50 greatest players, however you want to do it, now the Greek freak is in that conversation of, wait a second, if I built an all-time starting five and you're telling me I get a power forward, who can dribble, shoot, score, beat somebody one-on-one. Oh, and by the way, it's still getting better. Right. There's probably going to be a conversation. Maybe it depends on how many championships he wins, because this guy still has the advantage. But at least people like in their 30s to 40s can compare like a guy like Tim Duncan to the Greek Freak. Where Tim Duncan oh, won five. I like the Shaq comparison better. Shaq's stats are spot on with Greek Freak. Yeah, yeah. I think Shaq is a statistically a better comparison. Yep. Which I don't think he gets enough. At least, like, I look, I'm always going to put the best player of all time is, for me. It's Jordan LeBron. I'll have the Kobe conversation with you if you want to. But everyone should at least go, Shaq was pretty amazing. Yeah, there, there, was, there was a, what, decade or so where he was the most unstoppable offensive force in, in all of basketball. If Shaq played when Wilt Chamberlain played and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played, a.k.a. Lou Alcindor, Shaq would have looked like an alien. Like, no oh. one would have even been able to – he would have been the Babe Ruth of those eras. I get Kareem and Wilt, there's a significant <laughs> right. difference there. Right. Bill, Bill Ross and all that stuff. But the size, the, the, right. the way they did it. But if Shaq played now, would he be Zion? Like what would you, like Shaq would be shooting threes? The Lopez twins are shooting threes. Well, Shaq couldn't hit a free throw. No. Think about how like think about how high he is on the point total if he hits free throws at like at like seventy percent. Yeah, it's seventy from the charity stripe. Seventy percent. He's 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 rockets up the scoring uh, title board. I look good for Milwaukee. Good for my girl Mallory Eden. How you doing? Call a brother. Um, How but, her, what is she? What is her title now for the Bucks? Why wasn't she out there for the trophy presentation? Well, she's these daughter of there. the owner, oh, yeah. I think. So, like when we, as um, president of the fan club, Monty uh, just said, "Guys, sell all your Bitcoin and you can buy two plots of land in Scotland." He can't. He really can't. <laughs> he won't. And then you can plant your flag in Scotland. Um, Tim is leaving Come the on, building. Tim. Tim I. He wouldn't come on the show. He wouldn't. These guys wouldn't. in the hideaway do not like being on the show. So that makes it even funnier when you come to the hideaway and be like, are you one of the people who wouldn't come on the LeVac and Goss show? Yeah. Double embarrassment. I will. I, some of the, there's some beautiful women working here today. I just, right. Talented and brilliant and blah, 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 but really hot. And I mean, not that you would notice because you're very happily no, married. No, I'm and, happily married. That's and, right. And they all, every time you go to wave, they like run away. So it's weird. But <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, man, good for Milwaukee, though. Good for Milwaukee. Let's, now, next, take a lesson. Stop ticking off the guys from from Greece and everywhere else. So they'll come play for the Knicks, and and we'll win some things. 